Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. A local man is about to take on an epic 100k for for a very special cause in just one day. Can he do it? We're going to meet Declan Hamilton right after Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Castle on the Hill, Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch to 086 658 Now, there's going to, not so much 500 miles. I don't know what the miles to kilometre ratio is for this. Oh, yeah. He's certainly going to be doing a lot of walking, running, cycling and a lot in between. Now, you know, you often hear people going the extra mile for charity, but how about 100k in one day? That's exactly the challenge that my first guest has set himself to raise funds for the Irish Wheelchair Association. So tomorrow, Declan Hamilton, who's area manager for the Irish Wheelchair Association in the eastern region, he is hoping to do this. I had to find out more about it. He's on the line with me now. Declan, it's not 500 miles, 100, 100k in one day. Yeah, Sinead, hi. And listen, firstly, thanks so much for the opportunity to come on to the radio show today and promote the event. Yeah, 100k in one day. When I say it out loud, <laughs> I, I have a combination of nerves and of excitement. But um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to the event, I have to say. I uh, really am. So you're resting up today, which is very important but for this challenge tomorrow. So tell me, where did the idea to walk, jog, run, cycle, ski, there's loads of different activities involved yeah. here in, in one day. Where did it come from? It actually, it, it, it emanated from uh, a conversation with my wife originally and then speaking to service users who avail of services night of the way in the region and colleagues. And it's something I wanted to do for a while. It was in my head for a while and I just wanted to find a way of how I could give back and kind of acknowledge, firstly, I suppose, the, the efforts the frontline staff made during the pandemic were just incredible. They all went above and beyond. And also just to um, acknowledge the passing, the sad passing of some of our service users as well. So... Yeah, through lots of conversations and lots of support, um, the idea then it came from concept to reality. Yes, and, and you know, the, the challenge, as you say, starts tomorrow. I was exhausted just reading about all you have to do to complete this 100k. Tell us what exactly is it's going to entail. Yeah, no problem, Sinead. So it starts at 7am in the morning in Oldbridge, so I'm going to start by um, kicking it off with a 25k run. Um, then I'm working my way towards um, the rowing machine and primal fitness gym there in Green Hills and I'm going to do a 10k on that then I get a little bit of a break so for, for a little bit of refuel and recovery and then on to half 12 I'll be doing an assault bike 5k bike and run in CrossFit Loud um, again a little bit of a break and then at half 2 heading back in to do the ski erg assault bike and run again in CrossFit 4pm into Primal again to do a ski erg and bike 5k, 5k run um, on the road in Drada at um, 6pm and then the final length of the fundraisers at 7.30 finishing up in CrossFit Loud with a 15k uh, cycle. So, yeah. Not for the faint of heart. I mean, you must be relatively fit. Have you taken on anything like this before, Declan? Not not to this level. I've done a couple of marathons and, and I've always tried to stay in average fitness um, so I suppose I describe it as an average uh, guy with average fitness taking on above average fitness challenge. So, yeah, look, plenty of motivation to get it done. I, I tried to put the work in, um, you know, um, great thanks to CrossFit Loud mm. um, and Catlin Emer. They've got me ready for the event. Um, so, yeah, and, and Primal Fitness, I've done lots of training there too. So guys have been really supportive, both Stephen and Ben. So, yeah, look, I, I, I feel ready. Um, as you said earlier, I'm just kind of 
trying to um, rest up today and get ready for the big challenge tomorrow. And, and what do you think will the toughest part of this be? Because, you know, there's some exercises in the gym. Now, the rowing machine would be something that I'd avoid, like the absolute plague in the gym. Do you know what I mean, Declan? That'd be the one yeah, that I'd be yeah. like, no, thanks. What is there one aspect where you're kind of going, oh, I'm not looking forward to this part of it? Good question. And um, yeah, there definitely is. Um, I don't mind the running as much. It's probably the skier, the one, yeah. because I've broken that down into two fives because I was doing the 10, I was getting a little bit dizzy. So I was like, you know what, that's not going to work. So trying to be smart in my approach and I've broken it down into two five K. So yeah, hopefully if I pace myself on the day, which I'm sure I can, um, I just, I, I get through it. So I keep reminding myself it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So um, yeah. it, it's not for time, it's for distance. So once I stick to that and I, plenty of support of a good friend of mine Ollie who's going to join me on the day as well so he, he, he'll keep me in check I'm sure Oh he definitely you need the support you need the moral support because I'm sure you'd be gung-ho in the morning and then you know sort of around middle way through you kind of might dwindle so you need that motivation and support and as well as that the staff in the Irish Wheelchair Association are very much supporting you in this now they are clever people they've decided to do this over the <laughs> whole week as opposed to just one day but they are very much in spirit with you this week they are far smarter than me, as you said. Um, and you know what, to be honest, they, they, they've been just a fantastic support and they are fundamentally the inspiration behind all of this. The people who avail of our services, the courage they showed during the pandemic. And again, they've been so supportive of this event. Um, if it's push, you know, assisted support, uh, walk or, uh, you know, at anyone's pace, they've, and I think they've actually, I believe they've actually reached 100k already. So, oh, fantastic. Um, I, I've lots of catching up to do. You do. You definitely do. And tell me about them because, you know, this, this organisation is so, so wonderful. They're here, obviously, in the local area, but nationwide as well. And as you mentioned there, you're raising uh, much needed funds for them. But also, you know, you, you really want to remember and honour the people that you sadly lost during COVID. Yeah, that's exactly it, Sinead. It's twofold. One is it's just to, I suppose, raise vital funds to go back into the direct service revision. So every penny raised will go directly back in to have an impact within our communities, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Our organisation is a fantastic one. It's one of the leading organisations in supporting people with disabilities. And it's about empowerment, independence and equality. And we've We've a array of services, day services, holiday and respite services, driving skills, assisted living services where we go in and assist people, you know, in the morning time around care provision and support and access and education and, and, and social support. Um, and I do like sport as well for inclusion in sport. So, like, I've worked most of my adult life in IWA. I owe them a great deal. And it's just, for me, a way of giving back. Um, and they most certainly will be my inspiration to keep me going on the day. Oh, yes, absolutely. Keep them in focus as, as, as you get take on this. And, you know, COVID, huge, huge, huge impact. Uh, what was it like trying to run services? Were you able to run services through COVID? Yeah, it's one thing we're very incredibly proud of in this organisation. We we just continued. So we adapted our model from what was centre-based activities. So to give an example, 80-20 into what was a community outreach model, 80-20 in reverse. Um, so we were sometimes the only point of contact with some of our services in the community. We also went in and full PPE, personal protective equipment, when people actually had COVID in their own homes. Okay. And we supported them to remain in their homes. And as you alluded to, Sadly, we, we lost some service users during that period as well. But, you know, the team couldn't have done any more. They were incredible mm. uh, during that COVID pandemic. It was fantastic. Yeah, and, and when I see organisations like that and the, the level of risk that was taken, you know, as well, because as you say, you know, you needed to keep this going and it was so, so important to provide that and to be in touch with people as well in whatever means you could be uh, throughout that and to provide that support. So I really do commend you for that. So, look, there's no backing out now, Declan. We're talking about this on the radio. Everyone knows that you're going to be doing this tomorrow. But um, how are you going to prepare tonight? Will you have the jitters tonight now? Will you be able to sleep? You know, um, yeah, I've lots of nervous energy and tension, so I'm definitely going to try to um, get some sleep in. Um, but I've got, you know, I'm also filled with excitement. You know, it's great to be in, in a position to be able to do this as well. So, um, and I do, just a couple of things, Sinead, if you yeah. don't mind. Just yeah, of course. Shout out to Laura from Juiceworks, who provided me with the organic juices in the lead up, and also to Damien and Sonia from Bear Foods for supplying the nutritional meals up to, you know, the event as well. So it's, it's been fantastic, the community support that I've got. I alluded to CrossFit and, mm. and um, Kathleen Emer earlier, and then obviously Stephen and, and Ben in Pondle Fitness, where I'll be doing my activities. So I'll be doing my activities in the CrossFit Low Gym and Pondle Fitness as well. And, you know, and people that have actually supported the event, you know, are over, uh, I think it's 3,700 so far. Um, and I would just urge if anyone, Brilliant. little or as, 
as small as you can to make a donation. And I'm happy to pass on that I donate page to yourself, Sinead, yep. and to LMFM. Yes, we will absolutely post that on our, our social media and on our website as well. But I, I presume if people just search up idonate.ie100k in one day, they'd probably find it there, would they? That's exactly it, Sinead. So it's, it's idonate.ie and then it's events slash Declan's 100k in one day for IWA. And, and I'll share that as well. Um, and it's on, it's on Irish Wheelchair Association, social media platforms, uh, CrossFit Loud and uh, Primal Fitness platforms as well. So if, if guys want to find it easy. Fantastic. And we'll post that up. So what are you going to do once the challenge is complete and you collapse in a heap on the floor? What are you going to what are you going to do? What are you going to yeah. eat? That's what I'd be thinking yeah, of. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I had that conversation earlier on and I, I definitely probably order a Chinese or oh, something. Yeah. Um, I have to have some form of incentive at the end of this, so it's definitely <laughs> going to be food. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be lots of a chocolate crisp and everything in between. Oh, yes. Get it all in for the post-recovery. Absolutely. Well, Declan, wishing you the very best of luck. You're definitely driven for it anyway and it's for a really, really great cause. Thank you so much for joining me and the best of luck tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much again for the opportunity to come on to the show. And look, I do listen to the show. It's a fantastic show. And I know you talk about a lot of social impact stuff. So um, it's brilliant to be on the show. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for that lovely compliment. Declan Hamilton, can he do it? Oh, he's definitely going to do it. 100k in one day. idonate.ie if you search up Declan's 100k in one day for IWA. It all rhymes off the tongue very easily. And donate whatever that you can to that. And maybe we might we might check in. We might check in with some from the IWA tomorrow to see how he's getting on in that challenge now uh, on the way I've got music from Tom Grennan for you the 11 to 1 show How would you like to win a Fitbit Sense 2 courtesy of the Irish Heart Foundation all the details of our competition on the way after Tom Grennan I've been holding on there's Tom Grennan, little bit of love this week on the show. We are taking care of our health, specifically our blood pressure. Yes, it's all about blood pressure awareness on the show. I've teamed up with the Irish Heart Foundation to encourage you to have your blood pressure checked out because did you know thousands of us are walking around every day with undiagnosed high blood pressure? Two in three over 50 in Ireland have high blood pressure and only half of those are aware that they do because uh, somebody with high blood pressure may look and feel well and you rarely have symptoms. The only way to find out is if you have high blood pressure is to have it measured. Once you know it's not a big deal, you can talk to your GP about how to reduce and treat it and to find out more information, irishheart.ie. As part of this awareness campaign, the Irish Heart Foundation have kindly given us a Fitbit Sense 2 to give away every day this week. So... What am I doing? Well, I'm giving you a sound clip of a scenario where you might feel that your blood pressure is on the rise. So, so far, the car broke down on Monday. Blood pressure was through the roof there. On Tuesday, we had to reset our Irish oral exam. Oh, my God, the shudders. So what is our scenario today? Here comes our sound clip. Now open wide. And sit up and smile. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, none of us like doing this, don't we not? As soon as you go in there, you know, you go into the chair and you start sweating and then all of these implements come out. What's going on? What is causing my blood pressure to rise today? 86 658 Oh, they're flying in. 86 658 If you think you know the answer and we'll give you that Fitbit sense too. Yeah. There's Dido with thank you. Oh, there's not an awful lot of love for the scenario that we're talking about in the Irish Heart Foundation competition. <laughs> I had a feeling, I had a feeling as well that people would feel that way. Uh, do keep those coming in 86 658 Now, skin cancer is the most common form of cancer in Ireland and top Irish skincare expert wants to remind us about the importance of protecting our skin. We are going to be chatting to Ivana Breen from Ivana Breen Skin and Laser Clinic. She's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show.
Skin cancer is the most common form of cancer in Ireland and although 75% of us here have the Celtic skin type meaning we freckle and burn very easily Irish people still don't take the necessary precautions when out enjoying the sun. This Friday is Don't Friday. With the promise of sunny weather ahead it is very important that we remember some top tips when it comes to protecting our skin and I'm delighted to be joined once again by Ivana Breen skin care expert and she's founder of Ivana Breen Skin and Laser Clinic. Ivana you're very welcome back. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on the, again. Now, I had no idea that skin cancer is the most common cancer in this country. And there's something like an estimated 12,919 annual diagnosis. Like a figure like that certainly stops you in your tracks. It's a scary number, isn't it? And um, the one great thing about this is that we can diagnose this very early. If it's diagnosed early, it can be caught and it can be treated and there can be no, um, you know, it can be easily um, dealt with. Mm-hmm. So the key is very much make sure you're having regular skin scans and you can go to any of the skin scanning clinics, have it done once a year and just make sure you're all good. Yes, very important. Like I suppose most things in, in our healthcare, you know, it's something that people definitely should be thinking of as well. Now, there's so many misconceptions out there around tanning. Can you talk us through some of the misconceptions that people have around this? So I think the biggest one is people think that they can have what they call a healthy glow. And that is, there's no such thing as a healthy glow. If your skin is changing colour, be that to red, if you're very fair skinned or tanned, if you're more olive skin toned, you're doing damage to your skin. So you should never let the sun change the colour of your skin. And it's that cumulative damage that eventually could lead to uh, mutations and potentially skin cancer. But the other side of it is that it also is prematurely ageing the skin. Mm. But the, the main thing is, don't feel that you need to do sunbeds to get a base tan before you go away. Oh, Ivana, are people still doing that? They are. Oh, my know? God. And it's, it's amazing in this day and age when there is so much information about it out there that people still feel that they do it. And like, there's no two ways about it. You look better with a tan. Mm. But the tanning products that are on the market these days are so good. And there's no excuse not to be using those instead of doing it with the sun. Yes, and I would be very pale, um, you know, so I like definitely don't tan at all. So the, the fake tan is absolutely my best friend. You are the, the one of the 75% that have that gorgeous Celtic skin as well with the f- fantastic fiery red hair, Ivana. So you definitely are not out in the sun. No, I don't go in the sun. Funny enough, even though I have that red hair and Celtic skin, when I was younger, I would have gone kind of a goldeny sort of okay. colour. That's the side point. Now I don't. <laughs> yes, now you don't. Absolutely. So you know, I've seen the error of my ways. Yes, and you know, since having you on the show regularly, I now have you know the Factor Fifty is part of my skincare routine every single day, even in the winter, even when I know I'm going to be inside. Uh, but not everybody does this. No, and it's great to hear that you're doing that. Um, the thing with wearing sunscreen every day, all year round is the UV damage. It's protecting your skin against UV damage. So UV rays, the UVA, UVB rays, the UVB rays are the ones that burn your skin, but the UVA rays are the ones that age your skin. So think of B for burn, A for aging. Mm -hmm. And aging, um, the the rays that cause aging are there all the time. And it doesn't have to be hot in order for the UV rays to do damage to your skin. So giving your skin that protection. Remember, your skin is an organ and it has functions to, to, to help maintain the body. It, it helps regulate your body temperature. It feeds back um, what's going on around your skin. It's all these nerves and sensory organs that are um, feeding information back to your brain all the time. So you want to maintain the health of your skin and you can. one of the best ways to do that is by wearing sunscreen on a daily basis. And even, as you say, like days like today, it's overcast. And you know the way some people sort of forget about that as well. They think, oh, sure, it's overcast. Like, what's the point in doing that? Exactly. The UV rays are still penetrating. And, you know, for people who are working at home, like I'm sitting here um, at a table with a window right beside me. The Mm. window is not giving you protection. When you're in your car driving for 30 minutes to and from work or whatever it is you're going you're not protected. The UV rays are still getting through and still doing damage to the skin. 
So unless you are in a room that has no windows, regardless of whether you're getting up and going out to work or whether you're working from home, if you're near windows, you need to be applying that sunscreen. And no doubt as well, you're seeing people that come into the clinic that have damaged the skin uh, due to too much sun exposure. Yeah, always. Um, And, you know, even, I suppose, pigmentation is one of those things that a lot of people come in with. Mm. And pigmentation, for those of you who are very good at wearing sunscreen and making sure that you reapply it every two hours and doing that diligently, sometimes pigmentation can occur anyway. And that Mm. can be down to maybe some medication that you might be on or it could be hormones. Um, but it also can be just heat. The heat can generate that pigmentation. So even though you might be getting that pigmentation, don't feel that you're, you're not being um, good enough at protecting the skin. Yeah. As long as you have your SPF 50 on every two hours, really, even even in Ireland. So if you put your sunscreen on in the morning at mm. 7 o'clock in the morning, by 11 o'clock in the morning, for the majority of sunscreens, um, unless they're specifically uh, um, formulated otherwise, you need to reapply it by sort of 11 o'clock because it has started to degrade and it's no longer an SPF 50. So by one o'clock, if you're going out like on a day like today where it's nice, it's warm, we're, we're starting to get some nice weather, you go out and have a bit of lunch, sit in the park while you're having your lunch, you need to be reapplying your sunscreen there. So I think... What the best thing to do is really find a product that you're happy to use yes. for for the ladies. And there's and great ones that, that you can you can have that are like a primer as well, aren't they? There are, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we sell one in the clinic, and it's an SPF 50, but it actually lasts for eight hours. Oh, so great! You don't have yeah. to worry about that reapplication. Um, so that one is a great one. The Skin Made Sun Fluid is fantastic for that reason. But if you um, if you're wearing makeup for the women or the men, you do need to reapply on top of the makeup. So okay. um, it's about trying to find something that works for you there. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point, because obviously the makeup is kind of, you know, uh, going over that barrier that you've just put on. Absolutely. And, you know, you've top tips, not just about uh, the, the sunscreen itself, but uh, you've top tips that everybody should be taking on board when it comes to proper protection. Yeah, so there's five things that you really need to consider. The mm-hmm. first is that if you're going to be outdoors for long periods of time, you really need to be seeking shade. So be that if you're heading to the beach, you bring your brolly. If you're out for walks, you know, walk on the the, uh, the shaded side of the street or if you're, in the, you know, if you're out in the park, go along the trees, that kind of thing. And be conscious of your clothes as well. You know, your clothes can give... Um, it's a very simple form of getting UV, uh, protecting your skin from UV rays, and that's just by covering your skin with clothes. And different clothes can have uh, better sun protection. So linen and cotton um, let in fewer rays, uh, UV rays through it, and darker clothes block more UV rays than oh, lighter clothes. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Oh, that's yeah. interesting, yeah. And then when you are at the beach, you, all these clothes, you, you can buy the uh, UPF clothes, which are uh, ultraviolet protection factor clothes. And you can see those, the likes of Duns and Tesco's are selling those yeah. kind of T-shirts these days. And you'll you'll see on the tags, the stickers of what kind of UPF they actually bring. So wearing clothing that gives you um, protection is important as well and then embrace the hat you know we all love a good hat but things like baseball caps aren't so great because they don't really provide enough shade Mm -hmm. so good examples would be broad brimmed hats or you know the the bucket style hats or you can kind of feel a bit fabulous in one of those hats can't you exactly exactly yes yeah um and wear sunscreen then reapplying the sunscreen on a regular basis, make sure you're uh, doing it every two hours. And um, if you are in and out of the water, if you're on a sun holiday or if you're at the beach at the weekend, make sure you're reapplying it yeah. uh, after you've come out of the water. And then get to know the UV index. Yes. If you have, um, I'm not sure about um, Samsung and those kind of phones, but I know with iPhones, uh, with um you can look on the on your weather map and it will tell you the oh, it UV does. index. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So once the UV index is three or more, you're at a greater risk of sun damage. Okay. So um, usually that starts to change at about between 10 and 11 o'clock in the morning. 
So um, after that time, you have to be wearing sunscreen. So just do check your UV index on your phone and that will tell you how uh, intense the UV rays are going to be. Fantastic, Ivana. As always, great advice. Thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks a million. Great tips and advice from Ivana. Good stuff to take on board and particularly with the reports that the weather is going to get better. Uh, those five tips even alone that Ivana has given us are so, so valuable. Now, uh, going to take a quick break. We're back with music from you 2 and we're going back in time. The 11 to 1 show. I'm stuck in the middle of two of them. They drive me absolutely crazy. It's Brothers Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 First, we're going back in time to this day, 1844. Samuel Morse tap, taps out what hath got wrought. God wrought even in the world's first telegraph message and today is Brothers Day yes I'm stuck in the middle of two one older one younger they drive me absolutely crazy Uh, today is a day to tell your brother you love them oh here not a hope not a hope am I telling them that LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Have to give a shout out to the students and the very brave teachers from St. Vincent's Secondary School. They volunteered to take part in what, just a brilliant charity challenge that I would love to have been some way involved in. It was the Teacher Dunk Tank Challenge. So earlier on uh, this month, the students raised over €2,175 for two deserving charities. The uh, transition year class uh, organised this and they got to basically dunk their teachers into a tank. I mean, how sweet would that have been? Absolutely brilliant. Proceeds are going to the Irish Cancer Society and the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. Fantastic work. You two with the sweetest thing. News at 12 is approaching, but still to come. She's an inspiration to so many of us. And now her legacy continues. The Vicky Feeling Portrait Tour is coming to Drogheda. I'm going to meet the proud owner and personal friend of uh, David, of, of Vicky, sorry, David Brennan. He's the owner of the portrait. He's going to be joining us after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Netflix moochers, you know who you are. There's going to be a crackdown. Going to give you all the details of that story after Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse, back to black. You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. There's at least one, perhaps even two, in every family. Now it's infiltrating the friend group. We know, everybody knows one. Everybody knows what I'm going to say. I'm talking about the Netflix moocher. You know, the one that just refuses to get their own account and they will just, you know, mooch off your one. You know, you're, you're paying good money every month and there they are. Cluttering up your like list and your ones to watch list and all of that with their nonsense because they have your pass, passport, password. Well, not anymore because Netflix is cracking down on the moochers. They say... They've sent emails to Irish customers who are sharing their accounts with people outside their household. So forget about in the household, that's grand. But outside the house, they're not tolerating it. They're saying it's to be used by one household and those wanting to share theirs now must pay an extra fiver pretty much to do so. So the company has lost subscribers, of course, because, you know, inflation and, you know, there's other competition out there as well. And uh, they posted this statement earlier this week saying that your Netflix account is for you and the people you live with in your household. So uh, you're going to be checking up who's using your Netflix uh, or you can buy an extra member if that's what's happening. Um, so everybody living in that household can use Netflix wherever they are, you know, whether they are on the go on holiday or any of that kind of stuff. Um, however, not for other people outside the households. So Netflix moochers, look, you've had your fun. You've had your entertainment now. You've been mooching off the rest of us. Now it's time to just go and get your own accounts, will you? 
the buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne play former childhood best friends who reconnect as adults and try to get past a rift that they had in a brand new Apple TV show. Seth has revealed he has no interest in doing comedy about affairs. For me, it's just like nothing that I personally am that interested in exploring, I think, as well. And God bless you if you are. But I think like that was something that we talked a lot about is like, mm. how do we make it that that's not attention? And how do we signal to the audience that like that's not a thing they have to worry about? and they can enjoy the show and laugh and not even have this nagging thing in the back of their heads of like, is she going to cheat on her husband with this guy? First, there was a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Now it looks like we're getting another take on a classic. The rumor is a horror version of Cinderella is in the works. The weekend is in Cannes showing off his new TV drama called The Idol. It's about an aspiring pop star played by Lily Rose Depp who begins a complicated relationship with a self-help guru. It's not getting the best of reviews so far. Here is The weekend talking about it. A lot of Jocelyn is, is definitely inspired by my experiences and experiences that are of, of other artists that I've witnessed, male, female. And almost, I feel, again, I feel very fortunate to have made some of the right decisions in my life. I get to do what I love with the people I love, surrounded by the people I trust. And Jocelyn is almost like an alternate reality if I had made some of the wrong choices in my life. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yes, and speaking about gossip, Una Healy has lifted the lid on the thruple rumours that were surrounding her. You can read all about it on lmfm.ie. There's Monkeys Daydream Believer. Vicky Phelan continues to inspire and encourage us uh, and this is a great uh, opportunity now to hear more about this amazing woman because her story is coming to County Louth as the Vicky Phelan campaign and portrait tour uh, comes to the Barbican Centre on Friday. We're going to be chatting to Vicky's childhood friend. He also owns the beautiful portrait of uh, Vicky. We're going to be chatting to David Brennan just after these. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes Benz King. LMFM. She's a woman the people of Ireland will never forget. A woman whose great courage and bravery in the face of huge adversity will continue to inspire us for years to come. And although she's no longer with us, Vicky Phelan's great legacy continues as this week the people of Drogheda are invited to come along to a very special evening commemorating her. The Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre are bringing the Vicky Phelan campaign and portrait tour to the Barbican Centre in Drogheda this Friday. It's a great opportunity to see her beautiful portrait and to remember her. I'm delighted to have the proud owner of the portrait and lifelong friend of Vicky's David Brennan on the line. David, you're very welcome. Hi Sinead, thanks for having me. Great to have you and thank you so much for taking the time out. These past few months, certainly not easy for yourself and Vicky's family and close friends. How are you holding up with all of it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's surreal at times to be quite honest with you, um, Sinead, because, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you do these events and they are quite emotional Um and you, you can almost feel Vicky there at each event, honestly. Um, but the love and admiration for Vicky all around the country uh, is astonishing. That's what uh, I, I think is so special. No matter where we go, no matter whether it's a home event or up in Monaghan, which we were recently as well, and down in, down in Tralee as well, you know, people held Vicky very close uh, to their own heart. And Vicky as well held uh, the, the whole public as well close to her heart too. Um so it's it's very uplifting as well, though, to to meet people that um, regard Vicky and hold her in such high regard as well. You know, all the time. Oh, it's great to see that, and I think that's something that definitely will continue for years to come. But uh, your friendship goes way back. You knew each other since childhood. How did you know each other? How did you meet? Um, well, I hung around in Vicky's house. I I, um, I grew up with her brothers, and uh, I essentially spent most of my childhood in her house. So. Uh, Vicky was the oldest of uh, five children, and um, she has uh, th- she has three brothers and one sister. Lindsay is the youngest. So, I mean, I was in the house probably every day of my youth. Um, so, Vicky was uh, she was like an older sister, really. Um, you know, so so that's that's how long I know her. Really, I know her all my life. Really, you know. Were you one of these ones that uh, probably the, the, her mother was probably going, oh, Jeannie, this, this fella again. Like, am I going to have to add him <laughs> into the pot now for the dinner as well? No. 
Sinead, honestly, on a side as well, the, the Kellys and the household that Vicky grew up in, it's no surprise she turned out the way she did because um, the, the she has the nicest parents. And, uh, you know, Vicky, I say this as well, Vicky is the perfect blend of both her parents, John and Gaby. Um, you know, but the door was always open in that house. You were made part of the family. I was living in the house at one stage yeah. uh, for a period of time as well. So, um, but the door was always open. In fact, I, I used to get a roasting maybe from from Gaby, from Vicky's man, for knocking on the door instead of just walking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know, I, I, I can just picture that. I really can. And, and you know, was there any inclination that she would become this fierce leader? Like, did she exhibit any of those leadership qualities as a youngster? She did. Um, always did, to be honest. There's a funny story. In fact, it's in her book as well, Overcoming, and, uh, you know, where she was very young, maybe three and a half or a little older, and uh, making demands to start school very early. Uh, but as she grew up as well, she, you know, she was uh, a very headstrong uh, young girl, extremely intelligent, uh, always, you know, a leader. Um, but even though I have a distinct memory in Vicky's house, uh, her brother Lee had suggested to me one time that you know, when she was in university in UL. And, uh, you know, Vicky was the first of the whole family to go to uh, university. And, wow. um, you know, Lee was so proud. He would boast about her, and quite rightfully so. Uh, but we were probably maybe, I don't know, 16 at the time, and Lee was describing, you know, that uh, Vicky could well be, you know, Parliament someday, you know. He, yeah. he yeah. knew that she had a, a greatness within her. I knew as well, even after her um, terrible accident in France uh, when she was 19, um, I have a very vivid memory of seeing Vicky less than a year later uh, running into the estate. Um, and, you know, she had seen Vicky after her accident. You know, if she, it was a close call. Um, to be honest, she lost her boyfriend uh, in the accident. Mm. Her other friends in Limerick was killed and um, another friend, uh, Katie, was paralyzed. But to see Vicky at that age of 19... Um, overcoming that accident and not just to overcome it but you know um, I suppose uh, not brush things off either but you know she defied all that yeah yeah and she would she, she would, and that would something that would she she would continue to do I mean you know when she stood on the steps of the four courts in 2018 and delivered that you know emotionally charged statement I think predominantly the nation felt just anger as no doubt she did and she battled on through the gruelling, gruelling treatment for the cancer and was updating her fans. And she just seemed so brave and strong. Like, how did she keep going through it all? Because no doubt you would have seen her in, 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 in private moments when, you know, she maybe couldn't face going online and, and updating people. But she still found that strength. I think, to be honest with you, the whole um, campaign itself, uh, you know, that Vicky undertook gave her strength. And she says this. Um, as well that, you know, Vicky has some very high moral standards and I suppose what people need to understand as well is that, you know, Vicky's um, uh, prognosis at the time when she was, uh, um, you know, going through the court case or even before it actually, which led up to it, Vicky took the decision knowing she did not have time, but she took the decision against the advice of her sister not to sign the non-disclosure agreement. Mm. In other words, she would not be gagged because she knew that there was other women involved. And had she not spoken up and uh, had she signed it, nobody would know about these women. Nobody would know about Vicky. But she, she took the hard road and uh, she, you know, she put everything else behind her and said, right, uh, I, I'm going to take this on and I'm going to champion uh, what's right. And she did that. And she did it with such... Um, admiration and you know she, that's how I mean everybody came to know her but the lead up to it and the decision she made was that was an incredible decision a very selfless act a heroic act uh, and that's how she has improved society unbelievably you know since then you know and continues to do so Oh completely I mean very very heroic I mean even down to the level of women who were afraid let's say to get cervical checks done you know uh, now uh, people that I know uh, David who are getting the, the checks done for the first time on the back of everything that she did because she still very much supported that system Absolutely and despite what uh, some of those in cervical check might have said about Vicky Vicky was a very strong advocate for cervical screening and mm. still is to this day and um, you know, even uh, I, I was speaking to a, a nurse earlier on who administers the HPV vaccine, and she said it's because of Vicky and Laura Brennan 
that yes. the uh, HPV vaccine rollout is increasing and continues to do so. And these events that we hold as well, they're very much carrying Vicky's legacy, that's for sure, but it's, it's continuing her campaign for awareness and change um, and awareness for cervical cancer, as well as other cancers and other ailments as well, um, seeking early intervention, uh, looking out for the symptoms. Uh, promoting the HPV vaccine rollout. Um, so, you know, Vicky wants to change across society, across the healthcare system um, and in attitudes, but also in the legal system. You're going to hear on Friday night, um, you know, Keno Carl, who is uh, uh, Vicky's solicitor and yes. friend. And uh, uh, I suppose Keen is unusual insofar as Keen is still very much involved in all of this, whereas many other women and their families have moved on after their case has been let's say, dealt with. Um, And they are, of course, living with the repercussions from from having information withheld from them. And and that's the the crux of all this, really, is that information was known that women had cancer and it was withheld for quite a period of time that then, uh, you know, allowed the cancer to take hold within their bodies and develop to a much more higher level of cancer within their bodies, you know, and that's that's the crux of it really, Sinead, you know. Yeah, and I can't help but think of the, the beautiful Eileen Rush from our local area here who was one of those women as well who passed away yeah. sadly from cervical cancer leaving a, a young son as well be, be, behind her, absolutely. And, you know, you talk about the, the, the this idea of, you know, the, the change that J- Vicky wanted to see within the healthcare system and even more, you know, now women are talking out about things like there's a huge conversation around menopause as well which was never happening yeah. before and the demand and the need for women to have the proper care and treatment and all this. And I, really, I think that a lot of this stemmed from, you know, heroic people like Vicky taking the, the, the stance and, and speaking out about the importance of, of caring for women properly. Yeah, well, it's, Sinead, it's no surprise, um, you know, almost every major health scandal in this country has centred around women mm. and children, for that matter, but centred around women. Um you know, as as uh, simple as it might seem, uh, Kiva O'Neill Ford uh, mentioned uh, during the Tralee event, you know, women make up 50% of the population, but they birth 100% yes. of the population. Yes. And Vicky advocated as well for, you know, having a, a minister for women. Um, and quite rightly so, it was it was uh, mooted again down at the Tralee event. And uh, that's what people feel about this, really, that, you know, mm. Vicky, you know, uh, been here today, uh, you know, maybe she would be uh, a minister for women, uh, if you like, you know, and, and, you know, without having it, she is still, you know. Yes, and, and, and I can only see great change in that regard down the line. Um, you're continuing the legacy and whilst my generation and older will certainly remember her, I think about, I suppose, my kids and their generation, it's important that Vicky's amazing legacy continue. That is exactly what you're doing. You're travelling around the country with her beautiful portrait. Yeah, um, I mean, the portrait itself came about, um, you know, she unveiled herself on the Late Late Show before she went away to the States for uh, another um, we had exchanged ideas, Vicky and myself, about what, what could happen with the portrait. Mm. Well, this was before I had bought it, but um, we had the same vision. Um, and, of course, we, we had its first display event in Munkine a uh, short time after Vicky did return from the from, from the States then. But it has, um, you know, gained a huge amount of momentum. We are visiting schools. We are, uh, you know, um, having these large events as well, such as what's happening next Friday and Saturday and in um, in the uh, Barbican Centre, um, but the you know you mentioned the the kids as well the, the school kids the, yeah. the younger generation will say we we did Shine Festival uh, last year oh and great festival younger, yeah I mean, yeah these, these young kids like they were ten years of age nine years of age when they when, when you know when Vicky was uh, came to prominence so mm-hmm. they wouldn't know Vicky per se but when they hear their uh, Vicky story they are absolutely astonished by what she has done. And, uh, you know, many kids that we have uh, come across have devoted, um, you know, the, uh, pro- projects in school uh, to Vicky's case as well. That's amazing to see, yeah. Well. Yeah, Roshi Nikaila comes along to our events as a, a speaker on the panel. She's uh, 18 years of age. She's doing her leaving cert, so unfortunately she won't make the uh, uh, next Friday's event. But, um, yeah, she, she's uh, inspiring 
all people of all ages. And this, this is what will happen and it really will. And you know, the, the portrait is coming to the Barbican Centre that you've got a really special evening planned on Friday. Yeah, so it's it's open to the public. Um, uh, doors will open at 6pm. Uh, we will start at 7. Uh, there is uh, guest speakers including John Wall, who is a good friend and a, a, a cancer awareness advocate as well. Keeve O'Neill Ford is a member of the 221 Plus group. She mm-hmm. is one of the women that uh, uh, were caught up in the cervical uh, check scandal. Lorraine Walsh is the same. She's co-founder of the 221 Plus group with Vicky as well and Stephen Teep. And we also have Kino Carl, Vicky Solicitor. And uh, the moderator for the evening is Claire McKenna from uh, News Talk. And uh, we have uh, uh, Vicky's parents attend every event. Oh, um, amazing people. Friends as well. And uh, of course, you know, all of the attendees that come, they're all Vicky's tribe, essentially. Yeah. Um, the group is getting bigger as we move along. Um, you know, so we have a lot of, we're, we're, we're totally booked up for 2024. Amazing. Uh, we're trying to squeeze an extra one or two in. Uh, we're taking bookings now for 2025. So it's essentially colleges, schools, yes. universities, and we try and link in then as well with um, uh, cancer support centres around the country. Um, but, you know, it takes a bit of work, but um, I suppose the love, the admiration and, and uh, inspiration as well of Vicky, it's, it's there to be seen. It's an amazing event. It's very hard-hitting. Mm. It's, it's emotional, but it's all emotions. It's, um, it's, you know, you can feel angry, upset, uh, but inspired. And you will come out of it um, remembering to get yourself checked and, yes. uh, you know, you, you will spread that as well. And, uh, you know, that, that's what Vicky wants. We, that's we, we exactly what she wants. Yeah. 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 And, and she wants us to use that anger in a constructive way. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, for, for something so tremendously positive to, to come out of all, all the hardship, you know, is, is, is great to see. It really is, David. And I think what you and the team are doing is so important. As I mentioned there, uh, you know, a lot of work goes into this. You guys are holding down your own full-time jobs as well uh, and other commitments with regards to all this as well. Uh, looking forward uh, to you coming to Drogheda on, on Friday and over the weekend. Uh, Thank you so, so much for taking the time out to join me today. Thanks, Sinead, and I hope to see you Friday and Saturday, maybe. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. Bye, bye, bye now. David Brennan there. You can uh, find more information, by the way, Vicky's Tribe and Vicky Phelan's Portrait on Facebook. That's the Facebook pages. Uh, On Friday, it's in the Barbican, uh, starting around 7 o'clock. And then the Saturday, there's a walk-in event, which starts around 10.30am. And uh, David's going to give a portrait talk as well from 11. And uh, a nice opportunity to remember this wonderful woman. And why not bring, bring the kids in there, look at the portrait and tell the children, you know, everything that Vicky did. I think it's a, it's incredible uh, to, to have it here in the Drogheda area. The 11 to 1 show. Details of our competition on the way right after the job search. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes visit localheroes.ie Louder Than Me the Education and Training Board require a community education facilitator you can apply at careers.lmetb.ie Clonmore require healthcare staff in the Meath area to apply. You can email info at clonmore.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yes, it's competition time. And this week it's all about blood pressure awareness on the show. I've teamed up with the Irish Heart Foundation. I'm encouraging you to have your blood pressure checked out because there are thousands of us walking around every day with undiagnosed high blood pressure. The normal blood pressure, by the way, is usually about 120 over 80. So if your blood pressure is 140 over 90 or higher, you should discuss this with your doctor. You can also get your blood pressure checked annually uh, at the pharmacy as well as the GP. It's so important to get checked out. You can have uh, find out all the information on irishheart.ie. As part of the campaign, the Irish Heart Foundation have given us a Fitbit Sense 2 to give away every day this week. So I'm giving you a sound clip of a scenario where we might feel that our blood pressure is on the rise. So can you guess the scenario from this little sound clip? What's happening today? Now open wide. And sit up and smile. Sit up and smile. I'm sweating. What am I doing? 
086-1800-658 What is causing my blood pressure to rise? Last chance to enter We're going to be picking a winner for the Fitbit Sense very, very shortly Now getting back to the music Here's Lewis Lewis Capaldi Wish you the best in LMFM's 11 to 1 Just want to mention this A new pair of good football boots were found between Monaster Boyce and Cullen area yesterday evening. So if uh, you lost a good pair of football boots in that area, you can get uh, in touch with this finder of the boots on 87 So 87 Also, um, there's a lovely concert happening in uh, St. Columba's Church in Kells this Saturday at 7.30pm. It's mostly Mozart, classics on the lighter side. It's uh, the Meath Church of Ireland Child Care Society concert. So happening on Saturday, 7.30pm. The concert's going to feature arias, ensembles and instrumental music, popular classics and lighter fare. And all of the proceeds are going to Meath Church of Ireland Child Care Society. They're €20. Euro. You can get them from Bookmarket in Kells and also you can call them up 0469 9241650. So happening in St. Columbus Church in Kells this Saturday at 7.30pm. Going to take a quick break and after that we have music from One Direction. The 11 to 1 show. One Direction and Little Things and LMFM's 11 to 1. It's a big thing if it's going undiagnosed, the high blood pressure. And we gave you a scenario today to descri- uh, from our sound clip. We had to guess what was causing my blood pressure to rise for your chance to win a Fitbit Sense 2, all courtesy of the Irish Heart Foundation. I was, of course, in the dentist chair. Lots of people saying the dreaded dentist. Uh, but the winner today is Samantha Reynolds-Walsh. You are in Drogheda. You are getting our Fitbit Sense too. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who entered. Don't worry, there's another uh, chance for you to win on tomorrow's show. Madonna, like a prayer, finishing out our show for today. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.